Today's guest is Levi Humman, and he's paying for it. I'm Sue Bonzel, the host of Up and Country, where we're bringing you new up-and-coming country artists. It's all powered by V Livecast. Let's find out why Levi Humman is paying for it. He has gone viral on TikTok, and he is the only country musician to use the word wazoo in a song. I am so excited. Hello, Levi Humman. Hey, how's it going, Levi? Hello, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. Um, I'm loving the new song, Paying For It. Uh, you did that song with Walker Hayes. Tell me how that all came about. Yes, yeah, so my girlfriend at the time, I say at the time, <laughs> oh, uh, had broken her veneer tooth and I was on the way to the co-write and she called me on the way there and said, Levi, you got to write a song today that's going to pay for this tooth. Um, and so I thought on the way to the right, I was like paying for it, oh, paying for it. That kind of sounds like a cool title. Like, you know, like I bought all your drinks and you know, we never split one bill, but I'm still paying for it after we broke up. Um, so I brought that idea into the right and Walker Hayes was there. And honestly, we wrote the song in like an hour and 30 minutes. It was really? super fast and Walker put his whole spin on it made it super quirky. Um, it was just, it was honestly like the, the, one of the funnest rides I've been a part of because Walker is just so quirky, so different. Um, and just loves to like put his own little special thing on everything. Yeah, I mean, that. I'm loving the song. First time I heard it, I was like, I perked right up and I went, I didn't even know who was singing it. I heard it and I went, wait, 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 what? Like, okay, I gotta, I gotta listen to this. And then of course, you know, Walker Hayes having huge success with his fancy like TikTok dance and the whole deal. He's gone to number one, super exciting. Um, I'm hoping the same for you as well. Um, Me too. Yeah. So, so now, so you, you grew up in, in uh, Nashville, correct? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to assume that you are a Tennessee Titans fan. I am. And uh, actually on TikTok, I just recently did the dance with the Titans cheerleaders and let it be known. I know I can't dance. I am not afraid to say it. I don't care, but it got me, my dancing skills got me at least to the point where I got to dance with the cheerleaders for the Tennessee Titans. So I did see that. And that's why I asked you. So, so there is a dance. So now that dance I've seen, I've seen you do it. I've seen the cheerleaders do it. I've seen lots of people on TikTok doing this dance. Uh, yeah. So, and Walker Hayes as well. And his daughter is, is his daughter the one who came up with the moves? I believe so. I mean, I haven't really investigated much into the actual choreography behind it, but I do remember that Leela and Walker originally sent me the dance. We're like, Hey, do you approve this? And I was like, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I don't want to take too much away from Walker, but I do think his daughter is, you know, actually the, the source of all the all the fame. She, well, she's fantastic. I love their videos, too. And and I did see a video video of you doing the dance. It sound, looked like you were making your brothers do the dance. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and I had to pay them a couple cases of beer and 20 bucks each. So you're, you're still I, paying for it, right? Literally, literally paying for it. <laughs> Okay, so um, I've got a couple of uh, fun questions for you that I want I want to uh, to ask. Uh, but first, I do want to let everybody know you've toured with Tim McGraw, Keith Urban, and Lady Antebellum. Uh, that's yes. pretty impressive. Uh, who who was your favorite? So I'm a Keith Urban fan, like an actual like Stan fan. Um, <laughs> but I uh, when I toured with Tim McGraw, it was one of the most amazing experiences of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, because I walked off stage, and the day I walked off stage, he pulled me aside and said that he had just cut one of my songs, aka recorded one of my songs, 
um, and it's a song called Not From California, and it's on the Here on Earth album. Um, and so getting to like walk off stage after opening up for Tim McGraw and having to tell you that he recorded one of your songs is just un- unforgettable. Wow. What a, what a cool, cool experience. So how old were you when you started, you know, in music and playing and singing? So my dad is a songwriter and he wrote songs like Bless a Broken Road, Cowboy Take Me Away, Born to Fly, all these amazing songs. Um, and so I just grew up on Music Row, getting to watch my dad be incredibly successful as a songwriter. Um, and truthfully, because of that, I always thought songwriting is my dad's thing. I have no reason to do it ever. <laughs> it's always going to live in a shadow, whatever. And, um, but at, at 22, when I was in college, the bug finally hit me and, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't reject it anymore. And it took over. So <laughs> I would say for about eight years, I've been doing it professionally, um, and just living and breathing it. Nice. I love it. I'm, I'm loving everything that you're doing. Do you ever get nervous when you're about ready to go out on stage? And what do you do about it? <laughs> Drink beer. Uh, no, Drink I... beer. <laughs> hey, that's an honest answer. <laughs> it does help. One or two. And then like, you can't do that because then you'll start forgetting lyrics. But um, <laughs> no, I, I think I'm like, I've done it enough now. I don't really get nervous. I just get like, I get like the butterflies, like excitement butterflies instead of like yeah. the nervous butterflies. Uh, however... I have got to play the Opry, I think, uh, 19 times. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I literally get my, like, palms are sweaty, whole Eminem, eight-mile burst. Like, I right? definitely get nervous going on the Opry stage every time. Well, it's, it is it is a pretty incredible place. Uh, I've, I've been there, and it, it's that, that emotion about everything. I, that's so incredible that you've been there 19 times. 19. Next one's that 20, is... so that's, I'm, I'm very excited about that one. So it's gonna, that's going to be a party. That's going to be a party. Yes. Send me a note. Let me know when so I can be there. <laughs> Molly, anytime. We'll make okay. it happen just for you. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Great. Um, okay. So I have a couple of other fun questions for you. So you kind of alluded to the fact that you might be single. Are you single currently? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right, ladies, listen up. We got a hottie here. He's available. <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, hit me up, please. <laughs> Have you ever dated a fan? I have never dated a fan. Oh, um, okay. But, I mean, I feel like I start writing songs about the girls that I date and they become fans. So, in some capacity. <laughs> well, it depends on what you're writing about them, right? <laughs> right. If it's no, a it's, love song, um, okay. It's currently recent, so right now I've been writing the Heartbreak songs. Ah. Well, those, <laughs> I mean, that, those do I mean, that phase of it. They do sell well, you know. They, people like them. They're good. Um, what is the perfect date? Perfect first date. Perfect first date for me would be eating barbecue. Ooh, like that. Drinking bush light <laughs> and then doing whatever the girl wants. Oh man, you smart guy. Ladies, my goodness. We got a catch right here. <laughs> yeah, actually, barbecue is probably not what a girl wants to hear as a first date. So, uh, uh take a, you know what? view of Nashville and show them the whole world. Oh, yes. There you go. Well, you know, barbecue is okay as long as it's not ribs, because then it's, you know, it, that's a whole intimate experience, eating ribs on a date. <laughs> okay, so can you cook, and what is your favorite thing to cook? I can cook. I haven't had time to cook recently, yeah. um, but actually, one of my favorite recipes I make is ramen noodles. Oh, and like so, like not is it, are they the ones out of the package or like these real? Are like fancy ones? So like I can Ooh. make this like really cool Japanese ramen noodle thing, 
Um, and if anybody out there is a fan of ramen noodles, I'm the man with a plan. I got like the best recipe locked down. Okay. All right. We might have to do a little, a little cooking showdown or something like that. A little challenge. That's like the (laughs) least country thing I think I've ever said was like ramen noodles. Ramen. Uh, I I love ramen. (laughs) Like in college, I, I like fell in love with ramen just because I was eating all the time and super broke. And I was like, how do I spice this up? How can I make this better? How can I give this like more interesting? So adding like teriyaki chicken and bok choy and uh, just different seasonings and stuff like that just to spice it up. And it's kind of like one of my favorite things to do. Oh, that's, uh, that sounds delicious. I, I'd be happy for you to cook that for me anytime. Uh, what's your favorite place to eat? Here in Nashville or just yeah. in the world? Well, um, well, you know what? How about Nashville and then in the world? Okay, deal. Um, so here in Nashville, I have this restaurant that I go to called Urban Grub. And it is like, it's all in-house steaks and they have their own like wine selection. It's incredible. Um, and my favorite thing there is actually their brunch and they have a steak and eggs. That's like the best thing ever. Okay. Um, Awesome. But in the world, uh, I'm a barbecue fanatic, love barbecue. And so I just went to this restaurant called Legacy in Columbus, Ohio. And I didn't think Columbus would be like that great of barbecue. (laughs) It was the most amazing barbecue I ever had. Um, Really? Just like. I think about it right now, like my mouth is literally watering. It's, it's insane. So highly recommend that. So what kind of meat is the barbecue? Is it any barbecue or do you like like brisket or the ribs or what do you like? I love brisket, but they like, so when I go there, um, my best friend's wife's dad owns it and, uh, he just brought us out the entire, the entire band. We all got like this giant platter of every single thing. (laughs) So it was, the pork was amazing. They had this mac and cheese that was incredible, Ooh. this uh, Mexican street corn. It was just insane. Okay, I'm hungry. I'm hungry now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a foodie, so it's, it's hard. You give me start on food, I'll just go all there. I know, right? Okay, so you mentioned the wine list. So do you do you drink wine at all? Um, actually, I, I don't drink wine, but I appreciate <laughs> people that do drink wine. And I also have played a show in Santa Rosa um, and Santa Clara and Reddit or Redding. California. Reading. Okay. So we're yeah. in Santa Rosa. Awesome. When are you coming back? So I played, um, I played two shows with Kitmore. I think that was in Santa yep. Clara and uh, Reading. But then I think uh, my show with Martina McBride was okay. in Santa Rosa. Awesome. Okay. All right. So you know the wine country a little bit, right? That was actually really, I mean, like I don't drink wine and I drank that wine and loved it. Um, but I'm also pretty sure like, so like on our rider, which is like what they give like the artists at the show, they were like, here's a free bottle of this like really, really expensive wine. And of course, like, I'm just like, <laughs> instead of like, ah, oh, this is so fun. No, I just like completely drink it. <laughs> so, okay. So you're backstage. What is it? What's your like go-to thing you, you gotta have backstage. What's your thing? Uh, food wise, probably, uh, I have peanut M&Ms. So that's kind of like my cheat snack, my comfort food. Um, but then also like we, we're on tour right now. Me and a guy named Roman Alexander. He has a song called Between You and Me. It's incredible. Yes. Um, so we're on a co-headlining tour right now throughout the Midwest. Unfortunately, we're not in the West Coast. But um, yeah, so we just like hang out backstage and honestly just like jam out to songs and just like keep it very, very chill. So chill is what I need backstage, if anything. Chill. Okay. Chill and and peanut M&Ms. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. And a, and a book. You said the bush. Bush is the beer you like? I was going to say you got the shirt. All right, good. I love, I love it. I love it. All right. Favorite cocktail or beverage? 
<laughs> See, I, I don't drink fancy drinks that much. I'm like, I'm such like a, like a normal, just like, I gotta have a light beer or, um, I like a really good tequila, like, and okay. not to just like shoot, shoot, but, um, like I actually like the taste of tequila. So like sip, like sipping, yeah. I'm sipping on like, it. Yeah. is really good. Um, yeah. and I could just have the Codigo and a bunch of other, uh, the other kind of country artist ones. Um, but, uh, no, I, tequila and beer. Tequila and beer. Okay. I love it. That sounds like a song. Okay. What is the, <laughs> what is the, yeah, I'm, just, I'm a living environment. <laughs> I'm just like a normal, like <laughs> country song. You're living a country song. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> what is the craziest thing that you've ever done in your entire life? Um, me and my family just got back from a safari in Africa this summer. Um, wow. and so Long story short, my dad's dad was in the State Department, and so my dad and his family spent a lot of times overseas. And so whenever like we get to do a major trip, we usually go overseas and try to do like half mission work and then half kind of enjoy pleasure. Um, but the craziest thing we did is that we took this like small mini plane out of a city called Mon, Mon, whatever, and flew it over the entire Chobe Game Reserve, which is like biggest game reserve for elephants and rhinos and giraffes and everything we literally flew this little crop duster plane over all these amazing animals it was straight out of indiana jones um <laughs> and it was it was really scary honestly like i'd never need to be in a small plane ever again uh yeah but it, was, it was really incredible that is what a what a really cool experience like you said yeah once is good right yes no more <laughs> once is good i like that so as far as your music, uh, who are your musical influences? Um, I would say, obviously, Tim McGraw, like I said, and Keith Urban. A lot of the people I've gotten to open up for um, and been blessed to open up for have been hugely impactful. Um, but kind of like a little side note of an artist that really inspired me was Jeff Buckley. And um, his record, The Grace Album, really inspired like a lot of the melodic stuff I love to do. Um, I don't really showcase as, as much in country music, but... I have like a strong love for falsetto and just really, really melodic songs. And um, he's kind of like the embodiment of that to me. That's okay. Very, very cool. So now if you had two words to describe you and your music, what would they be? Uh, real and <laughs> uh, fun, honestly, because I, I keep, especially my live set, I like to keep it up tempo. Um, I do have some heartbreak songs, some, some ballads, some songs like Wedding Dress, which is another song of mine that's yes. done pretty well. And, um, but I like to keep it just as real as possible. And, and especially on stage, like I like one or two songs that are a little slow. And then for the rest of it, we're just going to party the whole time. You're jamming. You're jamming with the bush. Woo. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So you've got, uh, is the, the song paying for it? Is it on an album right now? Is there a plan for an album? What's, what's happening there? Um, so we put the song out, honestly, like kind of wrote it. It just turned out so cool. Walker had the momentum. Uh, we just put it out because it felt right. And now the song is doing so well for itself. Uh, kind of the next plan is I'm working on another cool feature, um, for the top of the year and, um, letting this paying for it song ride out and just kind of getting ready for whatever's coming in the new year. But I have two of the better songs I've ever, ever written in my entire life coming out. And I'm just so excited to announce these features and these amazing artists that are coming to feature on them. So. Uh, that is fantastic. So, so more, so more, uh, you know, teaming up with uh, some people that we might know. Yes. Some people you might know, and also just some really talented new people that I'm really excited about. Perfect. I, I love the new people. See, <laughs> Me too. I love them. 
find them first well, and then they become very, very famous and then they help you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, it's a, it's a team effort, right? It's a team effort. Uh, well, I want to thank you so much for taking time to chat with us today. Very excited about all of your success with paying for it. I have not learned the dance yet. Uh, I got one move. I got one. I got one move. What is it? This one? It's <laughs> this one. <laughs> There's a margarita in it too. So if you just if you just lose all of it, just here you go. Yeah, the, the margarita is in there too. That's right. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, I'm gonna work on the dance, and then I'll have to get back to you. Okay. Awesome. Well, if you're here for the 20th show of the Opry. We'll do the dance. Okay. Ah, there you go. All right, good. Well, thank you so much for your time. And uh, we'll look forward to more of your success and find you on TikTok as well. Thank you so much, Sue. I appreciate it. You bet. Thanks for tuning in to Up and Country, where we have new episodes every Tuesday. And be sure to visit upandcountry.com for all of the episodes and information about our VIP club, where you're going to get exclusive backstage access. And if you're on Instagram or TikTok, make sure to follow me, Sue Bonzel. I'll see you next week.